For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Feed Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I didn't fall completely on my face Tuesday, but it was not a whole lot of fun. So let's recap the losing card for you. I'll start with the positives. My coin flips, they both win. I cash in the NBA on the Knicks and the Bucks over the 225 and a half. I cash on the Frozen Pond with the Sharks and the Islanders going over the six goals. Then in college basketball, the little school gets the job done against the big school. I had the Salukis of Southern Illinois plus the one and a half against Oklahoma State. They win the basketball game by two. And that's a game that just didn't want to end. I think CBS Sports Network said final score like three, four different times. Every time the officials would go back to the monitor, we added more time. And it's like, just get this over. Let me win a basketball game because that's the only winner I had on the card. The rest of my card was not good. I had South Dakota State minus the one and a half. And I said, I expect that best version possible. They haven't shown it yet. Well, in the first half, they showed their worst version possible. They couldn't hit anything. They were down 20 points in the first half at home. Such a disappointing effort. Second half, they battled back, got within a possession, thought they had a fighter shot to win the basketball game, but Kent State was a little too much in the end, and the Jackrabbits lose it. So after winning four consecutive bets on the Jackrabbits, I'm going to cool it off on them until they shoot a little better because I've stomached enough struggles shooting the basketball here of late. Then I had Cornell, plus the six at Syracuse. They were down double digits a lot of that game. But with about three minutes to go, they got within three. I actually thought they had a shot to maybe win the game outright the way the momentum was going. But the Qs then got a couple buckets, and Cornell just couldn't put the ball in the hole after that, and I end up losing the plus-six ticket. Then at Madison Square Garden, one of the marquee games of the night, I had FAU minus the two against Illinois, and I got to just tip my cap to Illinois. They were the better basketball team. They shot over 60%. Their one-two punch was absolutely fabulous on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. So I lose that one. Uh, Regret the play, I guess. I I shouldn't bet into Illinois. Illinois killed me last year. I love that team. I love Brad Underwood. Just shouldn't have touched it. Shouldn't have made my card. A little mad I put it on the card in the end because I said I had five different games in that spot. Ended up going with that game. We also backed that one on Twitter. We're now 16 and 10 year-to-date on Twitter, so thank you for the votes there. Doing a great job on Twitter, but it just wasn't our night on Tuesday. And it's amazing for how high I was once again after Monday. I sit here on Tuesday. Confidence is a little shaken because uh, one of the most common questions I always get is, the line move, should I still play it? Well, I struggle with the same decision all the time. I had Oklahoma on my card at a minus four. Line moves to five. And I'm not betting a game thinking I'm going to win by one, two points. I normally think I'm going to win by multiple possessions, at least four points of value when I like something. I had Oklahoma charted out probably between an eight to nine point favorite over Providence. Lines at four. I liked it. Moves to five. I should still like it. I'm still getting three, four points of value. I pulled it off my card. Kicking myself for it. UConn, 
Same exact thing. I should have played the Huskies, pulled it off my card. Grand Canyon, pulled it off my card. Notre Dame, pulled it off my card. Akron, pulled it off my card. Now, I had some games that I would have lost that I pulled off my card as well. I almost played Michigan, almost played Michigan State. They would have both been losers. But, uh, yeah, after a night like that, I sit here really scratching my head. A lot of self-doubt creeping in. And hopefully I can bounce back and have a good day, but you just never know. It's been a really good year to date, but uh, yeah, things do even out over the course of the year and confidence is a real thing when you're handicapping. So I actually went with a theme tonight. I went for road warriors. I'm looking for road teams that can get the job done for me here tonight. So let's see how it goes. We start with Memphis minus the two and a half at VCU. So Memphis is 5-2 and two on the season. They have some good wins. They beat Missouri, beat Michigan, and beat Arkansas. But they've also dropped two straight, losing by 16 to Villanova. That wasn't the best. Then they lost by three at Old Miss last time out. Penny Hardaway's Tigers can score, though. 78.7 points per game, 45.2% shooting from the field. VCU, on the other hand, they're 4-4 four and four on the season. Their resume is highlighted by a 12-point win over Penn State. The Rams have lost to Iowa State by four, Boise State by four. So those two losses are understandable. But VCU also has two losses at home this year as a double-digit favorite against Norfolk State and McNeese. VCU is averaging just 68 points per game. They shoot 44.1% from the floor. Memphis beat VCU last year by 15. That concerns me a little bit here. It's never easy to win on the road, but I think Memphis has the talent edge tonight. So I'm going to lay the two and a half with the Tigers on the road at VCU. Next up on the card, it's Massachusetts. UMass minus the one and a half at Towson. So this game actually was a whiplash line. I could have had it at minus two and a half. Then it moved to Pickham, and now it's back up to minus one and a half. So I don't know what's going on, but there's a lot of movement with this number. And get ready for a rock fight between these two. Towson won 67-55 last year in Amherst. So the Minutemen will be looking for revenge tonight. Towson is 3-5 and on the season. All five losses have been by double digits against Colorado, Houston, Wake Forest, North Texas, and South Dakota State. The Tankers average only 57.1 points per game. They shoot just 38% from the floor. UMass is 4-1 and one on the season. Their lone loss was in overtime against Harvard. Last out, they had a nice 10-point win over South Florida. The Minutemen are averaging 84.8 points per game. They shoot 45.8% from the floor. UMass is picked 13th in the A-10 this year. Towson is picked 5th in the CAA. This might be a 1st to 55 type game, but I think UMass has the scoring edge this year. So I'll take UMass on the road, minus the one and a half at Towson. Next up on the card, it's Northern Kentucky, plus the two and a half at Illinois State. So Horizon League preseason favorite, Northern Kentucky, is five and three on the season. They lost at Middle Tennessee by 17. They lost at Washington by eight. And they lost at Cincinnati by 24. I lost on that game, wasn't happy about it. So not the greatest results on the road but also not the easiest schedule. The Norse have now won four consecutive basketball games. Three of those wins have been by 15 or more, so they're playing a little better. 
Northern Kentucky shoots 46.9% from the floor. They average 72.9 points per game, and they have a high-level score in Marquise Warwick. Meanwhile, Illinois State is also 5-3 and in the season. They're 3-0 and at home. They're projected as the eighth-best team in the Missouri Valley this year. The Redbirds are off to a 2-0 and start in the Valley. They have wins over Murray State, UIC, and Long Beach State to highlight the resume. The losses have been against St. Louis, High Point, and Wright State from the Horizon League. So it feels like a wrong team favorite type of game to me. I would actually have the Norse laying three to four points in this game. Yes, we have to cross over the zero, but there's still value here. So I'm going to grab the two and a half on the road and hope to cash with Northern Kentucky plus the two and a half at Illinois State. Next up on the card, this is an interesting game to play. It's Vermont minus the one and a half at Northeastern. So this is a little dicey considering what happened on Saturday. And if you didn't see it, you may want to watch the YouTube here. Vermont was down 65 to 60 with three seconds to go against Yale, and they won in regulation. So will it be the letdown or the carryover of momentum? That's the big question. The Catamounts are preseason number one in the America East. They're seven and two on the season. They have a 10-point loss against a good Liberty team, a 9-point loss at Bradley, also a pretty good basketball team. Yale, Charleston, and St. Louis are the big W's this year for Vermont. The Catamounts average 75.2 points per game. They shoot 48.2% from the field. They hit 38.1% from beyond the arc. And they play some good defense, limiting opponents to just 61.4 points per game. Northeastern on the other side. They're preseason number seven in the CAA. They're four and five on the season. They've lost to LaSalle, Harvard, Kennesaw State, Princeton, and Seton Hall. Not an easy schedule. 11.6 average margin of defeat in those games. The Huskies average 74.6 points per game. They shoot a very respectable 47.2% from the floor. Defensively, though, they're not as good, giving up 76 points per game but that's against a much tougher schedule. Uh, It's a road warrior night for me, so I'm going with another road team here. Give me the Catamounts of Vermont, minus the one and a half at Northeastern. Then your coin flip bets here in the NBA. I have profit once again. I hit again on Tuesday. I'm shocked. I have to keep saying that to myself. I can't believe I have profit in the NBA. So the game I selected tonight is the Brooklyn Nets at the Atlanta Hawks. And oh boy, it's a big number. The total is 241, but heads it is. I'll be on the over 241 tonight between the Nets and the Hawks. Then on the Frozen Pond, I selected the Dallas Stars at the Florida Panthers. Total on this one is six and heads it is again. So I'll be on the over six between the Stars and the Panthers. So will it be a bounce back Wednesday or will I go into a tailspin now? We'll find out. So here we go. Let's recap the card for Wednesday in college basketball. All road teams once again. I'm on the Memphis Tigers. Penny Hardaway's club minus the two and a half at VCU. I'm on Frank Martin and the Minutemen of UMass minus the one and a half at Towson. I'm on Northern Kentucky plus the two and a half at Illinois State. I'm on the Catamounts of Vermont, minus the one and a half at Northeastern. In the NBA, I'm on the Nets and the Hawks over the 241. And then on the Frozen Pond, I'm on the Stars and the Panthers over the six. So that's my card for a Wednesday. 
Let's enjoy some great games. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.